Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Boise, Idaho is a long way from Italy, but you can still find plenty of romance if you know where to look. Whether you're into dressing up for a night out on the town or eating takeout in your sweats, Natalie Plummer with the Boise Bubble podcast has tips for planning the perfect local Valentine's Day. It's Wednesday, February 7th. I'm Frankie Barnhill, and this is what Boise is talking about. Natalie, it's so good to talk with you about Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Happy Valentine's to you. I'm excited. <laughs> this is a fun topic to talk about. Okay, but for before we get into it, because I definitely want your recommendations, your hot takes, your medium takes, whatever. Um, are you a fan of Valentine's Day? Like, is this something you look forward to? Uh, so... No, I will say no. I'm not a fan of Valentine's Day for a few reasons. I'm a fan of anything that brings people joy and like gets people excited. So for that, yes, it's great. For me personally, it's really close to Christmas mm. and there's a lot of um a lot of pressure during that time especially when you're in a relationship. Yep. And have kids and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also when you've been in a relationship for a long time, you know, you have your anniversary, you have other things. So Valentine's Day is a little different just for us. Um, so I never think, oh, yes, it's Valentine's Day. Um, I think because we have other things in our in our relationship um, where we kind of focus the romance, but we do some fun traditions as a family. And for that, I actually really enjoy Valentine's Day. Do you and Shane celebrate where you're really working toward it? You're planning ahead or are you more of like, let's, oh, I guess it's Valentine's Day this week. Let's think of something to do. How do you guys go about that? So we never go out on Valentine's Day itself unless it's like a very specific event that's only happening that day. Like the Chateau de Fleur did this like really beautiful thing a couple of years ago. We wanted to go to that. So we did. Personally, I see Valentine's just the week is an, an invitation to, hey, let's do something fun just about us as a couple. And then that's what we usually do. And from for our part, I almost always do that myself. I kind of say, hey, I want to do something for Valentine's Day just because Shane does, you know, our anniversary and things like that. Now that's, we're in a relationship. We've been married almost 23 years and together for 25 years. So that's not going to be the same thing as a, like a, a newlywed couple or someone just dating where that kind of spiciness and that excitement is it. Like, that's, that's who I think Valentine's Day is better for. I mean, I guess what you're speaking about a little bit is like expectations. And like, if one person in the couple is more excited about Valentine's Day or is expecting something, but the other one isn't or doesn't know, I mean, how do you how do you navigate that? Or how do you think about that at this stage in your relationship? And then looking back at previous years? Yeah, we talk about this a lot is just expectations are so huge and so often neglected. So I think for Valentine's Day, figure out who Valentine's means something to. Like in, I have never in all my years heard a straight man say, I'm so excited for Valentine's Day. I can't <laughs> wait to be spoiled on Valentine's Day. I've never heard that. Maybe mm -hmm. there are some, but I've never heard that. I feel like Valentine's Day is often 
something that women are more excited about. And so I think as a couple, if you're going to do Valentine's Day, be excited about it and be excited about it for the person who's excited and then really focus on what does that partner want and let's figure out the right move for a date night. Is it super important that it's on Valentine's Day? Is it super important that it's about dressing up or is it more about connection or is it about getting some action later? You know, <laughs> right? out, yeah. you know the priorities um, and then be very, very clear on that. I just feel like there's a lot of arguments that happen about Valentine's Day because there's just this miscommunication with expectations. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like such a trope and such a stereotype, but like it's a stereotype for a reason because it can be a very fraught thing <laughs> if you don't know yeah. how to have those conversations or navigate it. Um, mm-hmm. I want to, okay, so we're talking about, yeah, the couple part of it, but, you know, as a mom, how do you navigate, yeah, a child care, any thoughts on young families or young couple who uh, might want to figure out how to how to go about this and needs to find child care? I mean, it can get so expensive so fast. Oh, it's so expensive so fast. I'll say the first 10 years of having kids, we almost never went out ever because it was hard to find a babysitter. We didn't have any family. So like if you're looking around and you don't have a babysitter that you love, um, I know that Boise Bees is a local company that has, um, they have a great babysitting option where you can find, you know, pricing that works for you and and kind of get that set up early. And babysitting is super expensive. So what I'd say is pick the days and the dates that are most important to you and like invest in that. Sometimes it's going to cost more money to go on a date. If Valentine's Day is that day, then just do that thing. And then, you know, maybe go on much less expensive dates moving forward. That being said, even that isn't available to everyone. So how we did Valentine's Day for a long time when we were just a little bit more into it is we had what we call bed picnics. Hmm. And basically we put our kids in front of their favorite show or whatever. And we're like, we, I mean, we are throwing like candy and popcorn, whatever, just stay here and watch TV. (laughs) And we would go in our room and we would like, put candles around and we would get takeout from like our very favorite place. And we were very Hmm. intentional that we had this space that was separate from our kids, Mm -hmm. but they were fine. You know, we could see them on the monitor and we would try to spend just two hours really just talking, enjoying our food, not watching television. And it's just so much of that connection. It doesn't have to be somewhere else. And we spent years and years where those were our dates. And I still, I didn't like get dressed up, but like I put makeup on. I usually had something cute on under my clothes for later. <laughs> yeah. Like it was more about the investment in each other. And then really we splurged on like our very favorite restaurant and, you know, we brought it in and, and that was just the time of, you know, a good decade of our life. That's just how we had to do our romance and, and it worked out great. Oh, I love that. Okay, so let's dive into, let's say, for maybe a younger couple who doesn't have to worry about the the childcare piece or has that figured out, but still mm-hmm. are kind of trying to be on a reasonable, reasonable budget, um, but still want to do something out in, out in the town. Where where would you recommend people think about or how, how should they construct their, their night if they're going to do this in, in an evening? Yeah, so if you're looking for on a budget, I think you can still go pretty much everywhere you want to go. You just might not do the whole experience. So figure out again, for expectations, is ambiance the most important thing? And if it is, is it okay if it's just drinks and appetizers? You could go to Percy's, you could go to the Lively, go down into um, into on, on the first floor to the bar area, get drinks. 
Um, you could do a happy hour at, at some place and then you're still really having that that opportunity to dress up to you know to have that moment but you're not going to need to do like the five horse and you could avoid potentially reservation problems there too if you're if you're going into the bar although be aware that there'll be other people who are trying this as well <laughs> yeah especially if you on again actual valentine's day yeah one place that is fun is like the wilder everyone always talks about the wilder it's beautiful but honestly it's you know it's there's pizza. Like you can get yeah. some lesser priced food there. Um, the same with, I love Bardenay. I love, I love the food of Bardenay, but it's a little like price wise, it's a little bit less than some of the other places. Um, and also I love um, wine tasting. People forget, I think how many really great tasting rooms we have. And it really can be quite a, a long experience and price wise, it's going to be a lot less. You can buy a charcuterie and you're getting that same kind of experience for less. Um, you can go. So they cat um, just opened House of Wine hmm. in downtown Boise, and their tastings are so much fun. Um, and that's like a that's more of an experience date. And then you could go and grab something lesser priced for dinner if you'd want. So Rolling Hills tasting room is okay. Beautiful. Proletariat is brand new, and that is um, just a really cool place to hang out. I just went there with a girlfriend, ordered like one of their charcuteries, and I think we were there for like three hours. Is it, are both of those in Garden City, or is it just Rolling Hills is in Garden City? Do you know? Yeah, Proletariat's in Garden City too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, great ideas, and like you could even do just dessert out if you wanted to, or something like that. Um, pick a spot. Um, but before I forget, I wanted to mention we're going for less expensive. Acero. Have you been oh, there yet? I've never been the, to the spot. No. Tell me about it. Yeah. So Acero boards and bottles. They have so many options for really lower cost um, dining. They have Ooh. like, I think a plate of bruschetta that you can split for like $16. And they have a happy hour where it's like bruschetta and something for, and a bottle of wine for like 30 bucks. Like it's oh, wow. price wise such a fun option if you're really trying to keep it Yeah, I just went on their Instagram and the photos look great, of course. Um, and yeah, it looks like like some great like burrata and yeah, really good food. Okay, I gotta gotta try this. Weirdly, this is so weird. You're gonna be like, why are you doing okay? <laughs> their champagne and French fry combo. Okay. It's like a sparkling, sparkling wine and and french fries. And we we're like, this sounds weird, but we got it. And it's so fun and so good. <laughs> and like, who doesn't want to go get champagne and french fries? That's such a good Boise twist. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I know. Um, someone's ready to splurge. This is their this is their favorite holiday or a favorite holiday. This is just worth it for them to make this a really special occasion. What would you say if they're ready to to really have a great time and make it extra special? Yeah. Well, first I would say find out what extra special means to both of you. So my parents are funny because, you know, they're kind of boomers and um, they would go out, but my dad does not like to experiment with food. Like he does not. And he will tell you when he doesn't like it. So for them going out, it was going to be necessary for them to have pretty straightforward food. So like Chandler's is a great option for them sure. because it's beautiful. They have live jazz often. And, you know, you know what you're going to get there. You're going to yep. get steaks. You're going to get seafood. Yep. That's fine. That's not my definition of romance. My definition is much more cozy and I still want it to be beautiful. Um, but like I love Little Pearl Oyster Bar mm. on 8th Street. Mm -hmm. 
there's something about it feels kind of almost New York-y um, for that same reason. I can kind of tuck into a booth and it's just about my spouse and I. But then you might have someone who their version of something exciting or romantic is to be seen, to be part of like a vibe. And so that's sure. going to be some, something more like barbacoa or um, koa de hima. Like those places are for people who want to dress up and they want to, you know, see the other people dress up. And, and, you know, if you, as a couple, if you, if you don't have those in line, you know, one of you might be a little disappointed, like, oh, I really wanted to make this more personal and just about us. So no, I really wanted to, you know, go out on the town. Yeah. Show off a little bit. Yeah. See whatever those Mm -hmm. are into. Yeah, totally. And then like, let's say you want something very, very different, like that you haven't experienced a lot. That's a great thing to to say very openly. Mm. I, I can tell you what we're doing for our Valentine's. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Well, we're going to Lucky Finn's for all you can eat crab. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I like it. <laughs> because we haven't done anything like that in like a really long time. Mm-hmm. And there's something fun about like opening crab together. And we used to do it all the time when we were first married because um, I'm from Washington and we get a lot of crabs. So that's what we're doing. But uh, the second, the, another thought I'd had is to maybe go to Stardust. Oh my gosh, the Stardust Lounge in downtown. Yeah. The food is like, you know, a little retro, very yep. classic. But then the whole atmosphere is kind of mad men. And <laughs> so it makes me feel like I have a, a good opportunity to dress in a very specific way. So sometimes I might want to wear that really sexy black cocktail dress. And so I want my restaurant to go with it. Yeah. You want to match the vibe of the the space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm doing that, I can go to like Rogani's um, at the Chateau de Fleur is like beautiful for dressing up or like Anderson Reserve is a fun option if you want to kind of dress a little bit, a little bit fun. Um, oh, or the lively, like the lively, you know, you go downstairs, you can be a little bit more chill, but you go upstairs and like, you're in like full fancy. Yeah. And, and I have the opportunity for that. Um, when I go to a place like that, if that makes sense. Let's pivot away from the romantic a little bit to uh, the friend part of it. And maybe let's talk about Galentine specifically. Do you usually do a Galentine's Day thing? I usually get invited to a, val- a Galentine's thing. Um, and usually I'll end up going to one, at least for brunch. And then somebody usually has like a little cocktail party or something. And honestly, I like Galentine's better than Valentine's. <laughs> um, just because like, I wish we would just change to Galentine's because there's so I get many it. opportunities for couples. But when are we just celebrating girl friendship? Yeah. You know, that part. I love Galentine's. Oh, I got to say, I, uh, I've i had some really good Galentine's Day brunches in, in Boise and probably more important to me. Uh, sorry, people who I've dated or the guy I married who's his, who's <laughs> great at planning things. But honestly, mm-hmm. uh, a Galentine's Day, probably like circa 2017 at Red Feather. I'll never forget it. It oh. was so much fun. <laughs> I always recommend Snake River Wine Tours if you're really wanting to kind of more of an expansive date. And that's also hugely fun for Galentine's. I mean, maybe my ultimate tip for Galentine's is to do a Snake River Wine Tour. They focus um, down like in the Caldwell area for for that for that area. But I, I absolutely love them. And they do tour. They do tours throughout the year, like in the winter and everything. Oh, yeah. They do it all throughout the year. They've won. It's great. Number one wine tour in the United States from USA Today, like two two years in a row, like number one. 
They're incredible. They're so good. Okay, let's step outside of the Treasure Valley, the Boise area a little bit. If you were to plan like a getaway, maybe, where are you going? Where are you exploring? What can people do? So there's a little tiny place in Idaho City, and it I haven't stayed yet, but it's just this resort of tiny homes. And it's so cute. It's so romantic. Is it the Smoke Jumper tiny home? Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. So these little tiny homes and I just, oh man, this looks gorgeous. So fun. The thing with the springs though, is you really do have to book like months far in advance. Yeah. Crazy. So that's always fun. But I like that place for romance is that they have the private tubs that they, (laughs) that they, you know, empty after every couple. Yep. And then you know, going up to McCall, there's always Shore Lodge is very simple because, you know, you can just book your spot and um, they have, you know, it's just, that's a very doable, easy thing if you don't want to have to spend a lot of time planning. But usually if we're getting to a hotel, we're staying in the, staying in, in the Treasure Valley because we like to, we like to hit, head down to, to downtown Boise personally, like if we're going to kind of have a romantic thing, because then we can just walk to yeah around basically a staycation but not at your home you're you're doing yeah. the the in town staycation yeah i i like that a lot i think that's really fun i would love oh yeah i i would love to check out have you stayed at the avery yet has that I been have. a thing you've done yeah i have <gasps> how, stayed at the avery and it oh was oh my gosh was how is it beautiful i was hoping it was haunted i did not see any of that so unfortunately <laughs> but um so we stayed at the avery and and had dinner there and oh the big cloth foot tub mm-hmm. i don't know if they have that every room they have it in ours it was very very romantic and and then right next door pop over and then go um so we could have dinner there and then we popped over to house of wine to do a tasting um then you can walk right down and do dessert at stardust nice um okay what about what about gift giving we mostly been talking about experiences and going out together spending time together what what about the person whose love language is gift giving (laughs) um any local spots you would think about for that so it depends on like I think we all think jewelry. You know, if you're if you're getting for you know a female. Um, so if your budget's a little higher, I like to go to the Diamond Girls in Boise. It's all um, locally owned and amazing women. If you're gonna if your your budget's not that high, but you want to do something that I think almost everyone's really into right now, um, is there's a local company called Eight Five One, and it is. Um, it is a jewelry company that does um, gold dipped jewelry. So you can wear it like in the shower, you can sleep in it and it's super classic gold jewelry hmm. and the price point's much lower. So, you know, under a hundred dollars and you can get them online, but you can also go to Hayes Boutique in, in Hyde Park. I can't think of many women who wouldn't just love a beautiful pair of gold hoops or chain or bracelet or something like that. That's that's really cool. I didn't know that. So that's another thing. Yeah. Uh, Natalie, what about okay, so moving away from jewelry, are there any like uh, go to flower shops or um, lo- other local treats, maybe on the lower end of the budget again? Sure. Um, so if you're wanting to do chocolate, some things that are always going to hit, I think, is the chocolate bar. And they have that in downtown Boise and in Eagle. You can go and get a box. You can also go in Eagle. Um, they have gelato, which is another mm. really fun date idea is to go down there. So, um, and then there's truffles, etc. in Meridian has wonderful chocolates. So if you're going that route, um, for florists, so I love wildflower in Hyde Park. 
absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. Especially if you're like wanting more like whimsical boho. And that's another thing is like everyone's flower choices are so different. Some people are fine with like a bouquet from Costco, which is great. Mm -hmm. No hate on that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, which is great. And then some people it's like, they want something super different. I will say I worked as a florist for a few years and Valentine's Day is super, super stressful. Oh my God. I bet. You have to imagine everything's coming on the same day. So um, you need to give them ample time because they will book up very quickly. Um, and, and to realize that Valentine's Day is not a last minute thing again, because it's just on this one day. Um, I personally go to fancy floral in Meridian and also the nursery or the florist within Edwards nursery is so good. Yeah. I love them. Um, hope blooms and Eagle Hmm. is really good. Um, so one that I have personally never gone to, but everyone talks about, um, it's called Boise at its best floral Hmm. and they've been around for like two decades. Oh yeah. On Vista, right? I don't even know. Cause yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm just trying to research them. There's like no address on their Instagram, but everyone's like, this place is so good. I'm like, okay. Um, so I know people love that. And honestly, if you're going last minute, it is a local company, but Albertsons, especially the bigger ones do a beautiful job. They get beautiful flowers. You can have them arrange them. Um, so if you, if you haven't had a lot of forethought, Albertsons is great. You can get some chocolate there. Okay, so let's pull back a little bit. Is Boise okay. a romantic city? Like, are we are we romantic? Can we become more romantic? What do you think? I guess it depends on what romance means. Um, I think it would be nice to have a lot of options, which it does seem like nowadays there are a lot of options to decide what your term, what romance means to you. Um, as you've just run down, I mean, there's the budget options, there's the bougier options, there's the more intimate things, there's the we're out on a t- on the town. Um, but yeah, I feel like Boise's still a little bit like uh, maybe doesn't really throw itself into the romance as much as it could, um, mm-hmm. as much as it other cities perhaps have. Like, certainly, like if you think yeah. about like any European city for the most part, oh, exactly. <laughs> to say so, the least. For sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're Boise. I yeah. Know. Yeah. We got to be real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like on my end, yeah, it's really romantic because I also look for it. Yeah. You seek it out. Uh, yeah. I think there's some. There's some cities where it's like every step is romance. You know, the first time I went to Rome, I was like, what is this place? Where am I? And I think for Boise, you have to look for it. So like for me, um, I like going to downtown Boise more than I like eating dinner in in some other places just because it does feel romantic and kind of beautiful. I know what's romantic for me. I like to go to Thick of Thieves because it's dark and it's moody and it feels romantic for me but that's not an obvious obvious thing that's just thrown in everyone's face if you go like I love we haven't really talked about bars at all right but like you have a lot of like kind of romantic options to if you do search it out like um I love ampersand that's inside art house um Gatsby is so fun mm. because you're walking in it's like you're walking into you know another another world so I think, yeah, I think that Boise has a a whole lot if you're expecting it to be in comparison to some of those other other cities. Um, But we definitely are moving that direction quickly, I think. Yeah, it feels like there's more options than there was even five years ago to find it if you want it, if you're seeking it out. so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Okay, well, any any final tips or tricks for people who are navigating Valentine's and uh, figuring out what they should do and, and what they want to do with their partner? I think to just remember that like the point of being a couple and or dating or whatever is to enjoy each other. And so um, like whatever it ends up being, even if you didn't get reservations where you want to and you're just like down at Wild Child getting a burger, whatever that thing is, it doesn't matter quite as much as how amazing the food was. It's still, it's still a memorable, sweet thing. Our favorite, favorite Valentine's Day we ever had was at the crappiest Chinese restaurant we've ever been at. But the sound, the playlist was so good. <laughs> we were just like writing it all down. We were laughing. We were just so connected. And I, I don't think I've ever had a better Valentine's Day from that. And seriously sweats in a Chinese restaurant. It's just because it was about who we were as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, here's to another great Valentine's Day. Um, and thank you so much, Natalie, for all your insight. These I have, We have so many tips now. Thank you. Awesome. It's been so fun t- talking with you and happy Valentine's Day or happy Galentine's Day. All right. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, tell your Valentine about us and consider leaving us a love note in the form of a review. Thanks for listening and see you around. Thank you.